Good morning, everybody. We are live from Hawaii. It is early here in the morning. You can hear the um, the chickens in the background, and I love these mornings because you can look up at the sky and you can see the Milky Way. So cool! You can see the whole thing from up here in Hawaii, Coffee Town. So welcome to um, episode number 31st, is our month anniversary. It's been 30 days, let's do this. So what we're gonna talk about today is which relationship is hurting your pocketbook and your health? Is there a relationship that is hurting your pocketbook and your health? If you guys are out there, uh, let me know what you're thinking. Is there any relationship that is hurting your pocketbook and your health? Um, this is a subject that it is a part of our food and our nutrition, believe it or not. And I'm going to tell you why. There was a, a story of a little town Um, Okinawa, Japan and these people lived a pretty long life they still do and so there is some people around the world that wonder like how in the hell do they live such a long life you know, how do these people live such a long life? And then are there any other areas in the world like this? It turns out they are. We're talking about Denmark, we're talking about Monaco, which is actually the highest longevity. Uh, we're talking about many countries around the world that seem to, if you live there, you're gonna live a bit longer. So isn't that crazy? So there are countries in Africa and actually in other continents, but the worst are in Africa actually, where the mortality is like 40 years old. So just by being born in that country, your lifespan is going to be cut short about 30 to 40 years old. Isn't that crazy? So, you know, why is that? And so people wonder, people went to these places and studied like, what's going on? You know, why these people live so long? And then not only that, not only do they live so long, but they have a drop-off, what is called a drop-off, meaning that they are like healthy as hell, healthy, 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 and then all of a sudden, boom, they drop, and they pass, right? And so there is not a lot of sickness and suffering. It's like a healthy, 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 fulfilled life, and then you're not there anymore, right? And so these researchers wonder like how and what's going on here. And so some of this work was done by National Geographic and they called it the Blue Zone Study. And the Blue Zones are areas around the world where people live longer. So, and not only longer, but fulfilled longer lives. So like the, the, whatever is added to their life, they feel pretty good about living those years. So that's kind of cool, you know, that whole conversation about immortality and mortality and, you know, should we be immortal or not? You know, there's a lot of people that want to 
that are pushing science and actually have the belief. There's a guy in Oxford who wants to make, you know, immortal beings. And uh, so it's just an interesting philosophical question. As for me, my personal take on it is that, it, um, you know, you, 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 you take, it's a gift that is a short life. It's a gift and it makes you kind of enjoy it even more and take it, not take it for granted so much, from my perspective anyways. But why is this important and relevant to your pocketbook? Well, I'm gonna tell you why. So in these countries, it turns out, at the Blue Zone uh, countries, and then another study that they did, that people live the longest, right? And so then there was another guy who did, who his name was Mr. Gallup. And Mr. Gallup was concerned about what really was a good and a well-lived life. And he was obsessive about it and he wanted to understand what a good life is. You know, what is a good life? What is the meaning of a good life? What does that look like? And how can you kind of break it down? Can you decode it? And so he went to do a study on well-being and actually I didn't know this until recently that his study, his initial study, that was kind of one of the first studies that started the Gallup company, which is a huge company that does a lot of bunch of statistics for governments, corporations, and the world itself. So then one of their guys wanted to understand the same thing that Mr. Gallup did. He wanted to kind of expand upon it. And so he went to, uh, to try to understand what a well life is, a well lived life is. And so then they asked people from 150 countries, 150 countries about what would it mean in five years from now if their life was well lived. Well, many of them said that if they had enough money to do the things that they wanted to do, that would be a life well lived. And so that's an interesting question, you know, because it brings money and all of that whole baggage of money of and, and how money makes us feel and how guilty we feel about it or how not guilty we feel about it. So that was interesting. And then one of the biggest factors was physical health, of course, relationships. They wanted to make sure they were in a good, intimate relationship or they, they, they felt loved. And then the other one is that they had a community that supported them, that if at one point they needed help, they felt like this community was going to support them. So those factors are kind of what come into play for the primary nutrition is the thing that kind of gives us the juice in life. And so that, that brings me to the point of what is the relationship that is hurting your pocketbook and your health. So the first time I heard about this, actually I was doing a program in, um, in wealth through, I forget the name of it, but it was a program on wealth. And if I think about it, I'll let you know. And this program was talking, you know, about how, you know, how to create the skills and the mindset needed to grow wealth. Because as you know, if you haven't heard 
my old uh, other episodes, I don't come from money. You know, we grew, I grew up in Colombia, pretty uh, tough situation when we were growing up. Ups and downs, you know, but um, very tough situations. Uh, two things that were very present was hustling. You know, I was, since a childhood, I was selling air fresheners in the streets and the traffic lights and in the uh, gas stations. And uh, so that was a very interesting experience and it's carried on to today. And then the second thing is a relationship with money. I remember that my family members used to tell me, money just goes away, money goes away. It comes and goes, it doesn't last, it doesn't last. And so I was burned into my brain that money doesn't last, that money goes away. And until I was doing this program, I learned of something called our relationship with money. So I want to challenge you to ask yourself, what is your relationship with money? And is it hurting you? Is it hurting your relationships at home, at work? Is it hurting your career? Is it hurting to crush your potential? Is it hurting your health? Because as we know in the Gallup score, if you feel like you cannot afford the things that you wanna do, it affects your health. It affects your health, it impacts your health. So, what is your relationship with money? And that's the first question. So that question will kind of bring awareness to the fact. And, but remember that this relationship, just like any other relationship, can be mended and redesigned and lay boundaries around it just like any other relationship. So, tomorrow, we're going to be talking about how to improve your relationship with money and why that is so crucial for your health. And it's so interrelated, it's not even funny. Because the first cause of bankruptcy around the world is a health illness. And one of the things that brings as stress the most is documented as being financial hardship. So it's like they're like this. So we definitely have to unlock it, understand it, crush the old relationship that we had with money, and we have the permission to create new relationships that are more consistent with our dreams so that our pocketbook doesn't determine our dreams, that our dreams determine, determine our dreams. So we're gonna be talking about that and we're gonna be talking about what is the definition of a businessman? What is the definition of a businessman? And why is that important to your health? And why is that important to uh, that concept of businesswoman and businessman and ownership? We're gonna be talking about all of that in the next episode. And this is the end of Zulu time episode number 31. We have about 330 more to go this year. I am pumped about that. Um, the sun is coming up here in Kona in Hawaii pretty soon. I love the mornings here, as I mentioned from the stars. So if you're ever in the neighborhood, hit us up, come and drink a cup of coffee at the farm. And I hope that these questions bring about some awareness and let us know what you think let us know where you're watching from let us know what you think about the relationship with money again 
have an outstanding day i hope all your relationships with everything that you're doing go as well as possible today and as always take it easy have a good one